Between December 12th and 14th, 2015, the Nigerian military attacked the group of Shia Muslims who were mostly members of IMN while they were celebrating the birth anniversary of the Islamic prophet Muhammad. Many people arrested during the mass slaughter spent years in prison without conviction and access to justice. This is Vestiges of Violence, a weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Uncle, I am Hamida. After surviving a fire incident during the Zaria massacre, Ahmad Musa was immediately arrested by soldiers and was driven to the state's police criminal justice department in Kaduna alongside 50 members of the Islamic movement of Nigeria. The soldiers beat me up, threw me in their van. By then, all my body had swollen as a result of the injury I sustained from the bonds, and I was taken to the police hospital. Five days later, we were all taken to Kaduna Central Correctional Center. According to the Nigerian laws, a suspect is not expected to be detained longer than two days unless in line with a court directive. But that was not the case after the arrest of IMN members. The police detained them for five days without arraignment before any courts. They were subsequently taken to prison without a court's pronouncement. The controller of prison forced us for a court order. But after speaking with one of their chiefs on phone, they admitted us into the prison. There were over 100 people that were taken there, but 16 people, including me, were seriously wounded. The arrested victims were detained in prison for several months without an appearance in court. The prison warden told other inmates that we were more dangerous than Boko Haram, and they should treat us as such. It was the worst form of molestation I ever experienced. Data from the Correctional Authority reveals that the country's facilities have the capacity to hold 50,083 inmates, but they currently have up to 70,056, with 50,822 awaiting trial and only 27.5% convicted. The poor administration of the justice system has become a burden for the country, and recent attacks on correctional facilities and jailbreaks placed the system under more scrutiny. Mansour Aliou's son, Kabir, was preparing to register for the one-year compulsory National Youth Service Corps scheme when the Zaria massacre happened. We thought he was killed because we didn't hear from him. I went to the hospital and I was told that they brought 136 corpses. I tried looking for my son, but I didn't find him. It was two days later that somebody called that they were together in police custody. Ibrahim Yusuf, who worked as a physical and health education teacher at the NNPC staff school in Kaduna, lost his mother as a result of the predicaments. He hid in the ceiling of a nearby house at the place of the incident with three other people for four days to avoid getting killed. We hid ourselves in the ceiling of a house on Saturday when we were running for safety. 
The soldiers came there but didn't suspect that people could be in the ceiling. They were surprised when we eventually came down. The police then took us to their headquarters. He was later taken to prison, but a court discharged and acquitted Ibrahim and 49 others charged in his batch three years later. He has since been jobless. Even though the judicial panel of inquiry set up by the Kaduna state government indicted the military, nobody has been arrested, investigated or punished for this series of human rights abuses. This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. It was written by Tracy Allen Ezechuku, reported and edited by Adeju Mokabir, production by Atahiro Jibrin. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with the subjects. Voice acting by Akila Jibrin, Mohammed Akiemi, and Mansir Mohammed. The multimedia editor is Anthony Asamota. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humanangomedia.com and find more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I am Hamida.